Welcome to the Works Podcast by RoofWorks. I'm Jason Kong here continuing our mini-series when it comes to the commercial department at RoofWorks. In the studio, we have Holly Bowers with us, Roof Girl. We also have Will Hayes, co-owner and vice president of RoofWorks, as well as Matt Bassnett, commercial department head. And today our focus is going to be on when to choose repair versus replacement on low slope roofs. Will, let's start with you and just get an overview of what a low slope roof is and what we need to know about that. A low slope roof could be many different things. There are quite a few membrane options. Essentially, it's a roof that does not have a pitch. A lot of people are used to seeing residential structures where they have shingles and the water sheds off of it. In a low slope situation, you're really creating a waterproof situation on the roof. And in terms of repair and replacement, when we're dealing with a different slope here, how does that impact that decision? Sure. Well, in a low slope roof, if there is a compromise of the roof system, that water is coming into the structure. On a residential, even if you had a hole, most of the water is going to continue down the slope of the roof and not actually enter the structure. So when you're looking at repair versus replacement, the first things that I would look to are, are your leaks becoming more frequent? Are they showing up in more locations? And what's your dollar spend on repair and maintenance? Obviously, as it gets longer or later in the life of the roof system, you're going to start spending more money on repair and maintenance, very similar to an automobile. Yeah, and that's uh, never a good feeling when you're having to go through a lot of maintenance like that. Matt, what are some of the warning signs that maybe we should be on the lookout for uh, in terms of a worsening situation? Will already mentioned, you know, the more the frequency of leaks. And, you know, I would also add, you know, the the location, the, the roof systems in general start to leak everywhere. It's typical for uh, some damage to cause, a, you know, your typical commercial building to have a leak or two during the year. But when, when, when those become, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, they can be, you know, numerous uh, at the end of that roof's life. Yeah, and I want to go to the discussion on coatings here because that may be an option to help extend the life of your roof. And Will, can you spend some time discussing uh, the various options when it comes to coating and what we need to know about that? Absolutely. There are a number of different coating options. There are urethane as well as acrylic options. And depending on the existing roof system, we could find the the coating option that, that's right for you. Typically, we would involve the manufacturer in that process to come out and do an adhesion test to make sure that your roof system is a good candidate for a long-lasting coating, but coating will extend the life of the roof and provide the building owner with a new, essentially 10 or 15-year warranty, which would save them a lot of cost in the removal of the existing roof system. Well, we like to hear those words though, in terms of saving costs. What is the process like for applying coating? How long of a process is that? Uh, It's actually a pretty quick process. The uh, number one thing is the preparation. The roof needs to be cleaned properly, and then the, I guess, sensitive areas or problematic areas need to be treated really well with a urethane product. Um, That seams, any screws, flashings, any potential openings in the roof need to be prepped first. And then typically the coatings are going to go down in a two-layer process. Um, and 
depending on the size of the structure, you're probably looking at about a two-week turnaround. And the nice part about coating is you don't have all the debris from the removal of the existing roof. So it it's much, uh, I guess, less invasive to the building owner. Matt, for those where coating maybe isn't an option right now and they are having some issues and having to struggle with making the decision between replacement and repair, what are the factors that maybe we should be weighing based on cost that would help us be able to navigate that tough decision? Expense, the expense of a roof system lies in the detail. As we say the devil in the detail. So I, my thought on that is if things are failing in the flashings, in the penetrations, um, with there's mass failure there, that's going to be your more expensive repair. So it, the feel of the roof, kind of if you look at it like this, you know, the feel of the roof, they, they more or less kick the stuff out and it's easily installed. But it takes the you know the, the the materials for to flashing corners, curbs, pipes. They're more expensive. Uh, it takes longer, more manpower uh, to to do that. So, to me, if the repair is a field-based repair or something where we can a large patch takes care of it, you know, uh, versus have to you know redo your walls, the parapet walls, or or all the flashings or penetrations, uh, you know, that's something to you know think about. This is never a, an easy decision for anyone who has to make the call between repairs and replacement when it comes to a roof. Will, a lot of people listening to this are getting wonderful information from you guys, but they're probably also talking to some other companies as well, getting some estimates. What are some warning signs to look out for when dealing with other contractors who, uh, who are trying to provide a, a similar service but may not be as, uh, as trustworthy as you guys? There are a few different things. I guess the number one thing is, is that our industry is not regulated very well from an inspection point of view. They require permits, but typically there's never an inspection that follows. So warning sign, I would say, is going to be the lowest cost. A lot of times companies will skirt uh, certain building codes in order to keep costs lower. They might not bring the new roof system up to current codes, which is required by law. But with nobody checking behind it, it we often run against unscrupulous contractors that try to get by with a very bare minimum system. And Matt, you were you were nodding your head along with Will there. While uh, the lower costs, I'm certainly a- appeals to a lot of people, but what are the ramifications of having some work done that that doesn't meet these code requirements? I'm sure you've run into some people who have been burned in that regard, and then suddenly you're you're laid out with another large expense so that you have to meet these code requirements. Um, what happens in that situation where maybe you've made a bad choice? The roofs, you know, if uh, might not function, and I mean that's going to be the biggest biggest concern is. Um, a lot. Of, so what happens? They they their proposal has a is a you know is a, is a lesser expensive proposal. When they realize that maybe they don't have things covered on their end, you know they're 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 faster they're, they're, to get away from it. They're going to perform the work uh, more in haste. One of the I guess big differences between commercial and residential roofing is that most of the insulation in a commercial building is within the roof system. 
unlike your bat insulation that you might find in the attic of your house, commercial insulation is typically a high-density foam board that is above the roof deck. Our current codes require an R30 insulation factor on the roof surface. And I mentioned that a lot of times contractors might not follow these codes, so they might only put in a half inch of insulation, which would equate to an R5 or potentially less, whereas to achieve R30, you're going to have to put two layers of 2.6 ISO, which is a lot more expensive than the lesser insulation option. And you had asked about what are the ramifications if an inspector, if the building was to be sold and an inspector actually came in and found that condition to be the case, the building owner would likely be required to bring it up to existing code. They would have to put on a whole new roof system with the adequate insulation. Yeah, that's a a scary proposition and one that, you know, you'd have to face the consequences later on. Will, I want to go back to the idea of making this decision because, you know, Matt mentioned something really interesting uh, when discussing, you know, some things to maybe look out for with people who maybe don't have your best interests in mind or other companies that don't have your best interests in mind. And that was the idea of getting the work done and then getting away as fast as possible. Give us some peace of mind when it comes to the work that we're getting with RoofWorks and how that's not the case with you guys. Well, first of all, we're certified by all the major manufacturers, which require our crews to be trained to all their specific installation methods. We provide only warranted systems in a replacement scenario, which requires the manufacturer to come out and perform an inspection, and they will provide a punch list, and if the details aren't completed per their specifications, then they won't provide the warranty. So that also gives the consumer some peace of mind. And Will, when it comes to uh, replacement and insulation, there, there can be some cost savings that can help us out down the road when it comes to making these changes. Sure. Well, as we mentioned that, you know, we stick to the building codes and other contractors might not put the same amount of insulation that is actually required when we go to the R30, it provides a number of benefits to the building owner. One, it's going to increase the comfort level of the building. And two, it's going to help reduce the stress on an HVAC system that would have to otherwise work harder in order to keep the building at the desired temperature. Holly, we've covered a lot of ground here today, but you're the one who keeps me straight on this show. Is, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you feel is is pretty important to add to this conversation? I don't think so. I mean, the main thing, like you've heard those two say, the devil is in the details. And it's even the same thing I preach all the time with steep slope. It's the same concept. You have to make sure that you trust who you choose, especially doing a significant replacement or even a coding job. Because if something goes wrong and things do, you got to make sure they're going to answer the phone and come out and follow through. And that's why... Like I said, I'm a big advocate for our team because I know we will answer that phone. And these guys right here are not going to let you down. Peace of mind is always important when it comes to making these tough decisions. You can learn more by going to roofworks.com. That's W-E-R-K-S. And you can also call 919-852-2668. 
zero. You've been listening to The Works Podcast by RoofWorks. Thanks so much. <laughs>